We interrupt this broadcast to bring you, Your Majesty, the Queen. Team Queen, with Gio. Good evening and welcome to Scene Queen. I am your host and spiritual guy, Gio. Tonight with us in the studio, we have Still There. Hello, guys. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Can I first and foremost get you guys to say your names and what instruments you play? Uh, yeah, my name is Mike and I play guitar. Uh, I'm Tevin and I play drums and I also sing in the band. My name is Luke and I play bass. Awesome. And can you give uh, the people at home sort of an idea, a general idea of um, what kind of music you play? Oh, boy. Um, for lack of a better term, just it's just emo. Um, <laughs> we've been called post-hardcore, post-rock, math-rock, all that good stuff. Yep. That is all very within, like, the emo, I guess, subcategory. It's, it's too... It's broad now at this point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think you mentioned emo and it could be like 15 different types of bands who absolutely sound nothing like each other. Absolutely. There's just too much going on. Depends on whether or not you think real emo only consists of the emotional DC yeah. 90s hardcore scene, etc. <laughs> we love that we're getting it. This is like Wikipedia article hour. Love it. Yes. <laughs> well, before we get too deep into that, uh, how did you guys get together as a band? Well, Mike and I, we used to play in a different band. And um, that one, you know, was fun for a few years. And then we decided that we didn't want to replace anybody. We didn't want to be mean to anybody. So we decided we'd start a new band. And we first started as a two-piece because we didn't know anyone that would be playing music with us or that we knew that would even want to or play bass. And then, uh, yeah, Mike and Luke were working together is how it went down. They'd probably know better than I would. Yeah, I was working with Mike on a project, and I said I was looking at Kijiji ads to try and play music, and he said he was looking for a bassist. And I was like, oh, I'm, I want to play emo. <laughs> and he said, that's what we do. <laughs> I distinctly remember that Mike said, there's this dude that I work with that wore a pup shirt one day, so I think he's on the level. <laughs> oh, where's my pup pin? Perfect. Yeah, We're here it, for right it. There. Branding. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, it just came together like it was meant to be. It was great. Oh, that's beautiful. I feel like a lot of bands get through, um, get together in the magic that is, uh, the fairy godmother that is Kijiji. <laughs> I don't know what it is in the magic of Kijiji that just brings people together. It's beautiful. It's Solidarity. <laughs> uh, I know one of you, I'm not sure which one, is related to a member of Scratch Buffalo. That would be Tevin. Yeah, that's me. That's my that's my older brother. Oh yeah, a uh, drummer? Yeah, uh, we uh neither of us started as drummers, but now that's mostly all we do. Um, cuz he started as a guitar player and then in the classic I'm the younger brother situation, mm -hmm. I was like I want to play guitar. <laughs> uh so I took one year of guitar lessons from the same teacher that he had and um then he was like, "No, like I'm I'm the guitar player." And I was like, "Okay, okay, I'll play drums and then we can play together." So Oh, that's good. Did you guys ever like do any kind of band together oh yeah we well we did a lot of covers back in the day as you do in that era mm -hmm. um and uh we had a very terrible cover band which is a lot of fun um we had i think we had one original and i remember we played a show it was like a halloween show and we played a whole set of covers with one original at the end and everyone was like i liked all the songs except the last one and that, was, that was the original one so we decided that that was probably <laughs> the end of it right there <laughs> that's rough uh, you know what i'm glad we're keeping scene queen a family business now though have everyone together uh either of you guys have any sort of music running in the family as well 
absolutely not. <laughs> uh, what does Luke have to say? <laughs> I had my my brother was in a band for a while, but that yeah. was back. I'm from Hinton, so that was in Hinton. <laughs> he was in a metal band called From the Gallows. I don't think they're around Ooh, anymore. Oh yeah, though. older brother. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is like distinctly older brother band to be in a metal band. Oh yeah. And you think they're the coolest person in the universe? Yes. Oh, you look up to them. Yeah, idolize. <laughs> okay, so you guys describe yourselves as an emo band. So I want to start off uh, our emo talk here with an emo smasher pass. Whether you guys think this, these bands are emo is completely up to you. But uh, Good Charlotte or A Bullet for My Valentine? Go down. No. Uh, which one? Is it a yeah, prefer? Smasher pass. Oh, uh, I, well. I don't listen to Bullet from your Valent from the Valentine. So I would say Good Charlotte. Good Charlotte. <laughs> Uh, I, I had one record by both of those bands in, in, in my youth, but I will say that I definitely listen to Good Charlotte a lot more because my brother also was a skateboard guy, so we listened to a lot oh, of skateboard yeah. music, and that was that was pretty popping in that time. Um, Good Charlotte did the theme song for undergrads, oh, true, yeah. so <laughs> they win just on that merit alone. 100%, yeah. No, you're right. The amount of time that song gets played. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so Death Cab for Cutie or Postal Service? Oh, um, I'll go for Postal Service, but that is a close one. Um, and I just say that because they got brought up in discussion earlier today. Because <laughs> <laughs> right I, right before really? I came here, I confused a very popular pop band with <laughs> with Postal Service. What which pop is, band? What was it? Owl City. Owl City. Owl City. No, I see where the confusion came from. Um, yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's on me, but that's that's my choice. Um, I would also say the Postal Service just because I listened to that album a lot, lot, lot more um, when I was younger. And I remember um, a girl that I dated in high school made me download the entirety of the discography for Death Cab for Cutie. And I was just <laughs> like, I, I can't get into this. But then when Postal Service came out, I was like, this is what this guy should be doing. So, yeah, yeah, something a little happier. Postal Service, yep. <laughs> I'd probably also go with Postal Service, though I don't know a whole lot of either of them. <laughs> I do remember uh, when Streetlight Manifesto did a cover of a yes. Postal Ser Sova Service oh, yeah. song, and I was really into that, <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> okay, shifting gears a little bit here, uh, Panic at the Disco or Fall Out Boy? <laughs> oh, a soft oh no was uttered. <laughs> I got no qualms with either. I think I'd go with Fall Out Boy. I think they got some uh, some bangers. They got Pete Wentz and all that eyeliner. <sighs> yeah, who can say no to Pete Wentz? <laughs> This is this is the this is the disagree I guess I, uh, I I I did not I do not like either of those bands. Okay. Um, they're not I wouldn't call them emo, but that's mm -hmm. just me being an elitist. But also, <laughs> um, I can I can listen to more Panic the Disco songs if they're on a, from a Fever You Can't Sweat Out. Good um, album, yeah. Um, but if, when I try to think of the best Fall Out Boy song, it's not as good as the best Panic the Disco song. Ooh, watch out, Fall Out Boy. True. Um, as a lifelong elitist, I don't really <laughs> <laughs> know either of the bands super well. Um, so, yeah, hard pass on both, I guess. Ooh, watch out. Everyone in Field by Ramen, down. First division. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then uh, hopefully this will get more into you guys' area here. Uh, Dashboard Confessional or Taking Back Sunday? Oh, hard Taking Back Sunday. I, uh, as an elitist, <laughs> I was also a fake emo. So, yeah, it was hard into Taking Back Sunday once upon a time. I love Taking Back Sunday, but not as much as Dashboard Confessional made me want to play guitar in the first place yeah. as well. Um, 
that was the first album I ever bought was a Swiss Army Romance uh, by Dashboard Confessional. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's got to be them. It's got to be them. I'm going to have to say Taking Back Sunday. I, I only started listening to them recently. Again, I missed out on so many bands because <laughs> I was so into ska through all of high school. <laughs> I'm really just getting into this now. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Taking Back Sunday. They also, that uh, the cute without the E, cut from the team. Oh. Oh, uh, you should have been here for uh, when we had the Lum Lut on um, Real Ska Hours. I think you would have been here for them. Check them out. Um, <laughs> if we're going, this is about as far away as you get from Alita scene here. Evanescence or Lincoln Park? I'm going Lincoln Park personally again another band i barely know either of them uh, only from uh, now only from like memes and stuff evanescence i see them in all those uh, old vines those they're very memeable bands these days totally <laughs> uh also lincoln park uh listened to a lot of hybrid theory when it first came out and when um when Meteora came out, I actually remember staying up all night because um, I'm from Brooks, a couple hours away, and mm -hmm. I remember there was a Calgary station that was doing like a uh, like a radio station that was doing like a midnight like play along, like play the, like the whole album uh, like track by track. Oh, and that rules! I stayed up all like I stayed up at midnight when when it first came out to like listen to it all, and like I remember, well, I remember it. I, I asked my brother about it. He says he forgot, but I remember like he and I would like run up and downstairs and be like, "Oh, that song was so good," and we'd run back to our rooms and try to pretend we weren't awake because it was late at night. But Lincoln Park for sure. Oh, that's a beautiful story to go with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll also say Lincoln Park. Uh, those guys are super talented, and they were kind of breaking into a scene that was really new at the time, and. I mean, a lot of people kind of thought it was cringy, but then it really caught on and it just showed that, you know, you're either old and you don't get it or you get with the times. And I, I didn't really listen to many albums per se by Linkin Park, but when I heard the songs, I thought they were jams. I liked those songs. Yeah. Yeah. You got to, I think to be cringy, you have to be popular. And if you're popular, then that means something. You're, you got to be doing something right, right? Exactly. Yeah. There's got to be people out there who like you. Uh, and this last question, uh, there's only one correct answer to this, so watch out. My Chemical Romance or My Chemical Romance? Uh, Think hard about this. Ooh, that is a toughie. <laughs> um, the one song by My Chemical Romance, Vi Vampires Will Never Kill You. Okay, off of uh, Bullets, yeah. Yeah, that's that's my pick. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh no! I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh no! They're 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 up there with with Follow Boy for me. <laughs> oh no! Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, the show today was still I'll, there uh, has been canceled. I'll, I'll go. I'll see myself. <laughs> I I like them. <laughs> <laughs> no shame. <laughs> I'd be into it. It's back to being a two piece band, just with different members this time. <laughs> Whoa! What you I want? Like you guys together, just like doing a little. Oh, like, okay, okay. Session. I thought you were saying I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of the band. Uh, th that would be the ultimate scene queen scoop. Band breaks up live on air. Before we play. Not a big fan of that song, Helena, though. Uh, you know what? I'm not a big fan of that song, Helena, either. Uh, overrated album. Yeah, it's not okay. <laughs> oh, oh! I, I wish you were at the drums right now to give us that, that solid beat. Ooh, but hell yeah, that was great. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I know you guys have. Is it a xylophone that you guys have? It's a Glockenspiel. A Glockenspiel. How did that come about? Um, incorporating that into the music. We needed a gimmick. Um, <laughs> okay. Or I rather, I wanted a gimmick. Um, and I always really liked them. And a lot of 
great post rock bands um have utilized them in the past a really big fan of prawn they um they have it like on a lot of songs um almost more i don't know if nowadays they would like have a dedicated glockenspiel player or anything but the, they use it a lot and i really liked it um a lot more of the atmospheric sort of post rock stuff mm -hmm. um we went through hell trying to figure out how to get one because I originally thought the metal ones were xylophones and the wooden ones were glockenspiels. So the entire time that I was looking it up, I was looking for xylophones and I was like, why can't I find like a metal xylophone? Like these are all wood. That's that, what is going on. It's actually reverse. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize glockenspiel were the metal ones and xylophones are the wooden ones. You learn something new every day and that's something I just learned now. Wow. I had to learn it after <laughs> a lot of time wasted. So, so uh, considering you're into, I guess the more interesting instruments, now, this is a very deep and personal question, so I want you to ponder it. Would you consider adding a theremin to your lineup? Mike writes a lot of the music in terms of, like, the riffs and stuff in advance of. So I'm going to let him field this one. Theremins? Um, yeah. I mean, if it's, like, shoegaze theremin, like, you gotta yeah. you got to be connected to at least nine pedals. Yes, and, yes. And uh, it's got to sound like, you know, the soundtrack to Interstellar. Like, it's got to be crazy. You know what? This completely makes up for the My Chemical Romance answer. I am here for the <laughs> theremin love. Now, would you allow me to play a theremin as part of your band? Yeah, sure. If you got nine pedals. You gotta we'll be, work on it. Yeah. <laughs> Br bring your own gear, yeah. <laughs> I think we first need to get uh, me a theremin and then theremin lessons, but we can work on the pedals as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see. <laughs> Uh, now, you guys released uh, your EP not too long ago, Flower Continuity. Uh, how was it recording it? It was amazing. We recorded with uh, a really good friend named Dason. And um, he actually came to a few of our shows. He was friends of a friend. And he approached us about recording it. And he seemed really excited. And we had heard only good things about his process and his quality. So it was kind of like a given that we would go with him. And uh, it was a great experience. We're really happy with how it turned out. Yeah. It was like our first time in like a real studio um, in the sense that like everything else that we'd done prior to that and like in our previous band and everything had been like office recordings or like basement like sessions with like a like a microphone hanging from a roof sort of thing. Atmospheric. Um, <laughs> taking it off of our phones, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, we spent a lot of time doing it all ourselves and it was never ideal like most of the stuff we released, I wouldn't say we're too like super, super, super proud of. We recorded one thing. I shouldn't say we recorded one thing in, in, in a friend's home studio with the previous band. Uh, it's just that never got released. So I don't count it. Although Clay did a very excellent job for that as well. But uh, yeah, no, it was great. Um, we learned a lot about what it actually takes to do things correctly, <laughs> I guess, like the specifics of doing it so that it actually meshes together and like, the the effects and stuff it was it was pretty neat yeah oh yeah anything no I've got nothing else to add it was a great experience it was very fun everyone enjoyed by all sound quality wise um, are you guys do you tend to go for something that's maybe a little bit more crisp and pristine or are you into I guess a little bit of more of a fuzzed out atmospheric type thing well I think that we're not against uh, we uh, we like a crisp clean sound I think but we do yeah. release it seems everything on uh, audio cassette, <laughs> so that kind of gets that gets a bit lost in translation. Okay. So we, we like the we like the, yeah. the low low fee sound. <laughs> low, low fee. fee. <laughs> <laughs> but we but we uh, we we, yeah. we try and make it crisp. We try and make it sound good. Yeah. We okay. had um we had a 
We recorded uh, a split very recently that'll be coming out in the next few months here um, with a oh, friend awesome. um, in his in his basement studio, um, and it was it was it was a different experience than being in like the like the like the studio studio. Um, but what came out of it was you know just as great. You know, it's like uh, it's more than one way to do something. Um, and I really think the EP that we released, Flower Continuity, is very crisp in that regard. And this next one is a little more on the on the lofi on the lofi scale yeah it doesn't help that we like wrote the songs the week before yeah <laughs> uh, i look forward to that love uh something a little bit more blown out a little fuzzed out <laughs> uh do you guys think you learned something did you learn enough for um the next time do you think you have anything that you're gonna take in and be like oh that's what we need to do next time we record something um I am going to get more gear <laughs> <laughs> so I can overlay my guitar with just different guitar sounds, but that's just a, a guitar thing. I don't know. Uh, when we were doing the demos and uh, we were figuring out, uh, we, we do a lot of overlapping uh, guitar and stuff and uh, loops, so we were, we'd spent a lot of time figuring out uh, tempos. Click tracks is the word I've been trying to find. <laughs> and I think we, we uh, it was a bit of a struggle getting that process all together before we went into the studio so we had something that we could play along to and keep everything good. And it was uh, there was a bit of uh, trial and error and uh, more trials and more errors. <laughs> and uh, But we f I think we finally got it, and I think we'll be doing that a lot better <laughs> in the future. Absolutely, yeah. The, the, the click is important because um, I don't know if we do it the way you're always supposed to do it. We'll, like, we'll do a click... And we'll do a like a guitar to a click, and then we'll do um, like a, like a scratch guitar, and then we'll do real drums, and then we do real guitar. Um, and I think I think we need to figure out our process as well, like just figuring out like what would actually be most beneficial to have done first or have get all set up. But the click in advance, I think there was a lot of times where we would get halfway through a song and be like, "Oh my god, this tempo's so slow. Why did we decide on this BPM?" Uh, and I think that'll be a lot better <laughs> going forward, hopefully. But we'll look forward for the next one being maybe a little bit more put together. <laughs> Though the EP is amazing, and, um, and I'm very excited to hear you guys play some music off of it. Thank you. Um, so we're going to head into our last question before um, we go into the songs you guys picked and you guys get to play. If you could have dinner with any dead person, whether they come, come back like alive completely fine or a zombie, completely up to you, if you could have dinner with a dead person, who would it be? Orson Welles. Oh, solid choice. Yeah. I, I want to know. He's got so many stories. I want to know which ones are true. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably something like, uh, probably something like Mozart. He was, he was pretty crazy um, when it comes to like how he wrote um, mm -hmm. like his symphonies and stuff back in the day that like were pretty, pretty game changing at that time. And I'd like to kind of see like, how he decided to just like change an entire movement of music sort of thing. That'd be pretty tight. We got some serious heavy hitters here. It's going to be a good dinner party. Oh, wow. I really don't know. Um, I'll just say what came to my mind first. Uh, Brittany Murphy. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, she seems like a really cool person. You know what? I think that would be someone that I would want to have dinner with as right? well. Yeah. Orson Welles, Mozart, Brittany Murphy. <laughs> That's a great choice. One hell of a party. Set up. All right, right now we're going to head into the first uh, song these guys picked. Right now we have Ober Sky with Quiet Dysphoria, only on cmru.ca by students. Welcome back. Right now we are going to have the lovely still there play some songs for us. Take it away, guys.
my body like vibing and buzzing at the end of that i was kind of almost hoping it was just never gonna end it, oh that was beautiful guys uh right now we're gonna go into another song these guys picked here is sun up sundown with old friends welcome back we are here with still there who are going to be playing uh, another lovely song for us momentarily but before that once again on the topic of emo uh did you guys have an emo phase I'm talking full eyeliner, you know, uh, maybe some fishnet thrown in there somewhere. Did you guys have it? Um, I never did. I never did the the guy liner thing. I never did that. Uh, <laughs> but I painted my nails. Uh, oh yes. Exclusively uh, women's pants. Uh, yeah. I combed my hair. Uh, I straightened my hair. Dyed dyed it all sorts of. Got got an asymmetrical haircut. I, I did the works when I was. Oh, you yeah, really went out also there. Also, when I was still kind of in my twenties for a while, so <laughs> the phase never dies. It's never truly an emo phase. Uh, as a ska kid, I just had Hawaiian shirts. That was kind of my thing. <laughs> Don't forget the checkered vans. <laughs> Mike had a swoosh, and I remember he Ooh. sent me a photo of him once where he had a lot of pins on, like a jacket. It was a lot of pins. I, I'm like, into that. I dig that look. A lot, a lot of pins. Into all the pins. Clearly, I'm not. Uh, <coughs> done going through my phase so I'll see you guys on the other side of it sounds good <laughs> never had snake bites oh sad yeah we I, all, I we all dream look. <laughs> all right if you guys are ready head into your next song great thank you Thank mm-hmm. you. 
actually been Right here beside me all along doodad you were using with the guitar because that looked sick one second <laughs> one second we're getting that microphone passed around <laughs> uh it's an ebo um it's uh supposed to replicate kind of like a violoncello sound oh, it wow. uses magnets to vibrate the strings it's like a cheat device it's to cheat that is like the <laughs> sickest thing I've ever seen. I'm adding that to my list of like favorite instruments along with the theremin. Cool. Yeah, you can use it with like any string instrument. It just vibrates the string. Oh, that pretty. was awesome. You're also welcome to play Ebo in the band. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, I'll just come in and just put it right up against your guitar and then I'll leave. It's Emo it's Ebo. <laughs> uh, we're going to go into another song these guys picked. Here is Wesley Wilson and the Ghost with Traveler. Only on CMRU.ca by students for you. Welcome back. Right now we have Stow There here to play their last song for us. Take it away, guys. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. 
marching band sounding portion in the middle there and then into the glockenspiel ah gorgeous loved it uh and with that we have come to the end of our show thank you so much to still there for coming out and jamming for us uh as always i've been seeing i've been geo this has been scene queen i'll see you all in another lifetime later here is empire empires i was a lonely state the horror of the rovines <laughs>